gather round. This is the Ticket Water Cooler. This is what the greatest thing about sports is. You play to win the game. Coming at you live in the heart of Lincoln, America. I say, hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Jake Bakovin and Enrique Alvarez Cleary. We are back here with you on the Ticket Water Cooler. Always a good day to be on the Ticket Water Cooler. Always a good day to be on the Ticket. Not always a good day for Husker Sports, and today Yikes. is uh, not necessarily a good day. We will uh, start the show with some Nebraska basketball news uh, that involves uh, a, a recent addition from, um, from over from Iowa and Aaron Euless. And, of course, Iowa and Iowa State, they are they are having these, these problems with, with sports betting. If you haven't seen Hunter Deckers, the Iowa State quarterback, <laughs> Um, looks like he won't be their quarterback this upcoming season. Uh, we'll catch up all on that the- here in a second. Uh, I did also want to mention, if you haven't heard, Miles Farmer, um, who was uh, announced as suspended for Nebraska a few days ago, has now entered the transfer portal. So that news broke about 10 o'clock. Uh, but just recently, uh, I'm just I'm just catching up on it now. So, Nick, I'll have you kind of yeah. give a good, uh, good analogy, or not analogy, a description of yeah. what has gone on here with new Nebraska point guard Aaron Euless, who's been sitting out in Spain as as things have been investigation. Now we know what that investigation's all about. Well, exactly. So it was it was probably about a week and a half ago we heard from Fred Hoiberg before the Huskers left for Spain, and, and he said that everybody, including Aaron Euless, was going to be available to play. Well, then on Monday when Nebraska had their first game against uh, the Madrid All-Stars, which resulted in an overtime victory. Aaron Euless did not play for Nebraska, and he was told, or we were told by Fred Hoiberg that he was going to be unavailable the rest of their trip to Spain. We knew that he made the trip to Spain, but there were no other details at that time. Well, after kind of putting two and two together, um, and, and now officially... From the Gazette, which is based out of uh, which is based out of out of obviously De- Des Moines and Iowa, it's headlined this, and this this article was written by John Stepp. Former Hawkeye Aaron Euless allegedly placed almost two thousand sports wagers, including at least one on an Iowa sporting event. I'll read that again. Almost two thousand sports wagers. Um, you go farther down in the article. And uh, talks about how the former guard uh, used his older brother's information to disguise approximately 1,850 sports wagers. Now, this is where it gets a little hairier. Over 740 of those 1,800-plus bets were placed before Aaron Euless turned 21, which is the legal betting age in the state of Iowa. The alleged wagers totaled over $34,800. Um, and once again, this he, current Husker basketball guard Aaron Euless, uh, it also says the complaint alleges that at least one wager was on an Iowa sporting event, and over 430 wagers were on NCAA-sanctioned football and basketball games. Um. Once again, says uh, obviously Nebraska current Nebraska guard. Now, here's where you might pay more attention to it for Nebraska Nebraska fan. According to the NCAA's policy on sports gambling for their athletes, 
um, if greater than eight hundred dollars, you have you for sure lose thirty percent of a season of eligibility, plus rules and prevention education. Now, once again, Aaron Ulis wagered thirty four thousand eight hundred plus dollars. A little more than a little more than eight hundred. Yeah. So the NCAA says this. For cumulative wagering activities that greatly exceed $800, right, which is what you would classify this under, NCAA reinstatement staff are directed to consider whether additional loss of eligibility, including permanent ineligibility, are appropriate. So now, obviously, once again, $34,000 in sports betting for Aaron Uless. I think that would greatly um, encourage the NCAA reinstatement staff to say you have lost your your eligibility permanently, and we we will never see more than likely, if I had to guess, never see Aaron Euless play in a Husker uniform. Yeah, and this is all kind of the fallout we've heard for weeks. Um, you know that there's there's this all the sports gambling problem going on at Iowa and yeah. Iowa State. Now the names are starting to come out again. Just to kind of contextualize what's going on with Aaron Euless, uh, Iowa State starting quarterback Hunter Deckers has been charged with tampering, accused of betting on 26 Iowa State sporting events, including a 2021 football game against Oklahoma State where he did not play. Um, he gave, and apparently Decker's engaged in this scheme, according to the criminal complaint, uh, to disguise his identity and manipulate online transactions in order to create the appearance that the transactions were made by a family member and not him. Again, similar to what Aaron Ulysses did, uh, this, this being because both these guys were under 21 at the time, you cannot gamble. Decker's, in his part, uh, made approximately 290, 297 wagers while under the age of 26. Uh, where, uh, excuse me, while under the age, age, 26 of which were placed on Iowa State sporting events. Mm-hmm. Now, there's other players kind of getting involved, including uh, sophomore uh, Iowa State offensive line. A former Iowa Hawkeye baseball player has been cited for betting, including on mm-hmm. Hawkeyes baseball games. Just over an hour ago, it was announced one of their former kickers, I think a yep. current kicker, uh, I believe he's still on the team, uh, is getting involved in this. And uh, you also have an Iowa State uh, defensive end that graduated now in the NFL um, who, is, who is also indicted on this. So at both colleges, things going crazy. You wouldn't think, I guess I didn't think too much, that it would affect Nebraska. Yeah. But with Aaron Euless there, um, looks like he's part of it. And, uh, and again, we'll, we'll kind of see how this plays out, but the numbers don't look good. So here is, to provide more context to the situation here, once again, Box said that a uh, – uh, current Iowa kicker Aaron Blom mm. faces a charge of tampering with records as a result of the Iowa Division of Criminal Investigation Sports Gambling Investigation. Uh, Blom, a backup kicker at the time, allegedly bet the quote under total points on the 2021 Iowa versus Iowa State football game. He did not appear in the game. Uh, and by the way, just just for fun, uh, the over under in that game was forty five. Mm. The, the <laughs> yeah. which if you're in, if you're paying attention to Iowa sports at all, you're always taking the always under. Always the under. Always yeah. the under. Right. Yeah. Um, once again, the court document alleges that Blom placed eight bets on Iowa sporting events. Uh, the hundred and seventy alleged bets totaled more than four thousand four hundred dollars. So, once again, I, I think I think. Numbers and statistics and facts are important in this situation. And the facts, when it when it relates to Nebraska here and the athletic department for the University of Nebraska, 
It's that former Iowa Hawkeye Aaron Euless, who is now with the Huskers, placed almost 2,000 sports wagers, right? Mm-hmm. And, and Aaron Blom, who is probably going to get uh, or is probably going to lose some of his eligibility because it exceeds that $800 limit that was that was laid out by the NCAA. And I wouldn't be surprised if he loses his entire eligibility, number one, for 4400 And now Aaron Euless, once again, totaled thirty over $34,800 spent on the sports wagers. Now, to also contextualize that, if you haven't bet, that doesn't mean he put $34,000 at the table. With all the bets that he put, Husker Online did the math. It was about $18 a bet. Yeah, so which is not bad. Which isn't which isn't crazy. You win some, you lose some. So it's not like he's you know waging all that at the same time. Yep. But at the same time, it's consistent. You're putting it, it up. It adds up, right? Well, yeah. And in total, in the NCAA's eyes, it's more than 800 which I'm surprised even would, would allow that much to go on um, because of you know the problems you've had historically with points. Shaving and stuff, and that's another part of this. Is if an NCAA again, this per Husker Online, they did the the homework here per NCAA sports gambling guidelines. Any student athlete who bets on sanctioned sports but not their own school's games is sub- subject to losing half a season of eligibility. But if a player bet on their own school, which you listed yeah. with Iowa, they will potentially face permanent loss of college eligibility in all sports. Yeah, and so I mean, through the NCAA new the the policy here, if an athlete is is caught spending two hundred dollars or less. Uh, they don't lose any of their eligibility. They just have to go to an education class on sports wagering rules and prevention. Between that two hundred one and five hundred dollar mark, they lose ten percent of a season of eligibility. Plus, they have to, and all these feature the education part piece of it. Between five hundred and one dollars and eight hundred dollars, you lose twenty percent of your season. Greater than 800, you lose 30% of your season. And once again, for the cumulative wagering activities that greatly exceed 800, and this is once again strict, straight and verbatim th- from the uh, NCAA policy, uh, for, that, for activities that greatly exceed $800, the NCAA reinstatement staff are directed to consider whether additional loss of eligibility, including permanent ineligibility, are appropriate. And... You would have to imagine, unfortunately, that thirty-four thousand eight hundred plus dollars um, is is definitely going to turn some turn some heads and raise some eyebrows, and and maybe you find out that uh, permanent ineligibility is coming down the road for for Aaron Euless, unfortunately. Yeah, I like you. I I mean, if you're projecting this thing, um, I would say with the, with the amount that all these guys, I mean, Hunter Decker is all, all these guys is it, none of this is a slap on the wrist type of penalty. These are all you know big time infractions, underage own own team. I mean, if you do just yeah. one of those things, you're going to be in a lot of trouble. Um, so. Yeah, and, and, and again, too, it's also interesting because when this was kind of breaking, I was kind of thinking, okay, Matt Campbell going to be in trouble, Kirk Ferentz going to be in trouble. Yeah. But it's kind of, you know, with, with some of these things, you know, it's going basketball and football and baseball. I mean, these are pro- athletic program, uh, you know, athletic department problems more so than individual coaching teams problems, which they might get in, involved in it, too. Um, but uh it's interesting. You wonder if, like, is this a, a conspiracy? Because it's just at yeah. Iowa State and Iowa. Are these players getting together? Are they c- kind of coming together with a way to do this? Did they buddy together? Yeah. Or because of the new age of gambling and how pretty much, you know, you can just do it on your phone rather easily. If 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 there's a study, or not a study, but an investigation at Nebraska, for example, but I'm not just going to point out Nebraska, but almost any school, 
um, how much how much might you uncover because mm. of, of sports wagering and how easy it is to do these days? Well, and one thing that a lot of these guys aren't thinking about is how easy it is for gaming commissions and for these sports betting apps and books to track them, right? So Aaron Ulist, for example, and this all comes from the Gazette, written once again by uh, John Stepp. So... He 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 outlines that the that the document says that the wagers in question were quote routinely and consistently placed from Aaron Ulysses' phone at locations that included quote his university residence and areas of the university not open to the public. Mm, that's not good. And that's so it's it's not um, no. unfortunately and, and once again. Ulyss is one of three current or former Iowa athletes to face charges so far for tampering with records, which is an aggravated misdemeanor in the state of Iowa. Former Iowa baseball player Gehrig Christensen and current Iowa football player Aaron Blom face similar charges. Uh, as as Baca mentioned just a few minutes ago, three current Iowa State athletes and one former Iowa State athlete also face tampering with record charges as a result of the Iowa DCI's sports gambling investigation. Um, So here's this. The Iowa Department of Public Safety, and this part's important, which the Iowa Department of Public Safety, which oversees the Iowa's DCI, said in a statement Wednesday that the probe is ongoing and may result in the filing of additional charges. So we might not even be done with this stuff, unfortunately. But hopefully, done without it affects Nebraska <laughs> because I yeah, can't. I'm I mean, trying to think of any other Iowa transfers or Iowa State transfers. But. Yeah, which I, I don't I mean in the major sports there there necessarily there weren't uh, any major transfers. But you you wonder. I mean, my goodness, just some of the some of the details of this. Uh, and we're getting the the I mean I'm not this is unrelated but the Tennessee situation with paying recruits moms and like it, it was it was crazy um, mm. but once again over 740 of the 1800 plus bets that Aaron Ulyss placed were be were placed before Ulyss turned 21 which is the legal betting age in Iowa the alleged wagers totaled over thirty four thousand eight hundred dollars. So, I mean that that th- those are some those are some large numbers, especially when you are looking at the other ones that are getting in trouble yeah. and are are being, you know, obviously uh being being writ- written about in the in the articles and it's 170 wagers. It's the numbers are not even close to what Aaron Ulysses' numbers are. Yeah, I mean, so him and he might take a brunt of the uh yeah. the biggest Penalty and okay, okay. From so from there, you kind of wonder um, how much of this was disclosed or, or noticed for for Fred Hoiberg when they. When, I mean, because this is new information to the public, how much of it was new or how much, you know, did you say maybe Fred Hoiberg didn't know the extent of it, mm-hmm. um, and maybe you know, Ulysses maybe didn't know if it was going to reach to this point where all this would get out. Um, Interesting also because of the timing this kind of broke, uh, what did you say, half an hour ago, 45 minutes ago, yeah. um, Nebraska is currently playing a game uh, in Valencia <laughs> with the All-Stars. <laughs> that was set to start at noon. Uh, so I believe, you know, you kind of wonder, again, how much Hoiberg knew versus how much he knows well, when, when it breaks now. And, and right now, like, what's he thinking, right? You know, this, this <laughs> part, he's coaching a game. This part's infor- important. Um n- I should say Aaron Uless transferred to Nebraska 
eight days before it was announced that this investigation was going to be be starting. Hmm. Eight days before this investigation began. Um, now, what I would say, I would lean towards um, they did not know. I would lean towards that part because uh, it would be a very, very bad look if they did know. Um, I, I think... I, I, now, I, I don't personally know Aaron Eulis, and I don't want to put this out in there because it's going to sound a lot worse than I mean it. I don't know if it was a situation to where Aaron Eulis fig, like got wind of, hey, we might be this this might be starting here in a few days. We need to get out of here mm-hmm. and try to run away. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to make it sound like he's trying to run away from his problems. Yeah, but it, it's it was real. The timeline is is something interesting and something to look at as. He transferred to Nebraska eight days before the investigation was made public. Yeah, and of course, the, if you're if you've been following around the Nebraska basketball uh, team this offseason, the Aaron Eulis, uh, it wasn't completely uh, the transfer wasn't completely beloved by everybody, but it did it would was going to give Nebraska a Big Ten ready because he already played at Iowa, experienced true point guard was mm-hmm. was kind of the big thing. Nebraska at times argue arguably hasn't had a true point guard in a while. Uh, and this was kind of their answer to that. Now, I don't know if you st- I mean, you probably go back to not necessarily having your a true point guard on the roster if Ulysses doesn't play, which again, at this point would be a long shot. Yeah, I, I think so so with that, let's let's spin it this way here. What does Nebraska look like without Aaron Ulysses? Because even even if Aaron Ulis is allowed to have you know can you know retain part of his eligibility, th- there's not going to be a whole lot. I would imagine it's yeah. it's going to be at least thirty percent. Well, at least start the season. With yeah, that, sure. exactly. So so you look at what Nebraska has, and you have you have a redshirt freshman Ramel Lloyd Jr. who can kind of fill that void as well. Um, who redshirted last year, and there's a lot of excitement around Ramel Lloyd, which understandably so. A uh, 6'6 guard from, from Sierra Canyon High School out in Long Beach. You also have Jamarcus Lawrence that can kind of slide over and handle the ball. Uh, you don't want Kese Tominaga to be your true point guard. He That's not what he's what he should do. Um, maybe a Kale Jacobson, a walk-on from Ashland Greenwood who's been in the program for a little over a year and a half. Like, Maybe he's the Sam Hoiberg here in 2023 where he shows up and he he balls out for Nebraska basketball. Maybe Sam Hoiberg is still that guy where he's able to to be more of a of a steady present. Not that he wasn't steady, but coming off the bench Bigger last role, year, yeah. maybe he can even expand his role even more here in 2023. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. And we'll and we'll try to keep tabs on what they're doing over there uh in, in Spain as well. Again, they're playing Valencia right now. They already had the overtime win against Madrid on Monday. Um, mm. I'm interested to see if Bryce Williams uh, leads him in scoring yeah. game because, I mean, if he's going to continue, and he had 28 there. Again, a high-scoring overtime game where half the roster isn't playing, but uh, who knows? I mean, if, if he can kind of start developing that chemistry with some of his teammates and, and play well, I mean, that can happen. And he did that at times with Charlotte, uh, would have, you know, 27, 32-point type games here and there. Uh, so I'd love to see that consistently. Uh, we will continue to track this story, uh, update on a former, a few, a few former, actually, Nebraska basketball coaches while we're at it, and jump into the Miles Farmer discussion as well. Coming up next year on the Ticket Water Cooler on 93. 3-7 the ticket.